Last night when I went to bed, it was, it was just like, wow, I'm reliving the day. I'm reliving. I'm like, wow, this was like last Monday. I can't screw it up. I'm not going to go to PT. So I canceled that. And I expected to wake up and get things done and already be up out of bed, but I'm not. I'm trying, I'm going, as soon as I'm done doing this, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up and take a shower and start the laundry. I came back in the bed. I read a book. I wanted to go back to sleep because I just don't know what my body is supposed to be doing. I just don't know. I hurt from working on my fascia, so my body hurts. It hurts on my left side where I was in a spasm for over a week. My husband wanted me to eat first thing this morning. I didn't want to. He hears my stomach making all this noise. He goes, well, yeah, you're not hungry. Here I am looking at my paperwork. I've got to put this stuff in here. I pay bills and then I end up somehow not budgeting properly and spend too much money. Never have enough money. Can never figure it out. But then I've got another modality to pay for, another bill, another something or another. And it's just easy, easier to hunker down in the bed and do nothing. I'm not depressed. I'm not bummed out. I'm bummed, I guess, that I'm not up doing the things I wanted to. But I don't know what I really wanted to do. My husband was like, you don't have any time limit. Unless you have a doctor's appointment and stuff. He said, you don't have any time limit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I want to get up. You know, I hear some people that get up and they have a regimen. They do their exercises. They do this. Well, I need to let my body kind of regroup from what happened. Yes, Emma, I see you. And Emma will come back and get in my lap why I'm so determined to sit here and do absolutely nothing for her. I have absolutely no idea. But she's keeping me warm because it's chilly outside. But I'm kind of... I, I don't know what to do. I'm told all of these things I can't do. And then getting back on the crazy bitches text message train, I wake up and there's like 16 text messages. And I'm trying to be a part of it, but I think it's time for me just to leisurely back my way out. I don't think I belong with this group of girls. I really, really don't. It's not conducive to my mental well-being. It's kind of like I'll post something in the group and I can't get anybody to, to respond. I can't, you know, get anybody to comment on my post and somebody can post the most mundane thing and they get a thousand comments. I know I'm just rattling off numbers, but it's just the thing. But I can't handle such negativity. 
I can't handle gonna have another surgery. I can't handle I'm going for another infusion. And then when I think I'm being so negative, they'll do a text. It's so nice to have a safe space that's different from the groups that we can correspond and message each other. And and I get it. I really do. But do you hear my stomach? I'm embarrassed if you do. It's just making all this noise. I've tried to move the phone and everything, but you just keep hearing my stomach. But I believe that we can put ourselves in a state of funk with this illness. My husband's going to be home soon. That's like the one reason why I want to jump and get out of bed because I don't want to be in the bed when he gets home. But I also get discouraged because I don't know what all I can do anymore. And because I didn't have an appointment, I was so excited. I, I feel like this is my new life. And I don't know what to do because I don't have an appointment to go to. As stupid as that sounds. And I don't have a lot of negativity to put out there at the moment. Because I believe that that kind of feeds upon itself. It's like when I was describing your fascia and how it bounds up and it just becomes like a wide and of saran wrap-like and then more just comes to it and it just gets to be a bigger wide. And you don't want that. And that's how I feel mentally we can get affected with this illness. It's like uh, something rolling down a hill and it just keeps picking up more and more debris. And the more negativity you put out there, the bigger that thing going down the hill gets. Whether it a tumbleweed or something, it just keeps collecting more and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just can't listen and read all of that negativity. It just kills me. It's like some people talk about how they can't you know, get involved with the groups because sometimes it, there's just too much negativity. Oh, another rib popped out. This happened. That happened. Well, that's kind of our lives, isn't it? And it's how we deal with it is in how I think we heal from it. I could be totally wrong. Again, this is just from the patient's perspective. I have phone calls to make. I have a few things I need to do. I'm just afraid I'm not going to be up and able to be there when my husband and family gets home, you know? I don't know what to expect. I'm not used to being able to get up out of the bed. Do I start water therapy now? Do I go to the YMCA? Because they've got a heated pool, and do I start water therapy? Or do I need to take a break and allow my body to heal from all the fascial work that I've been doing? Work on my isometric exercises. Right now I'm sitting in a dark room. Emma's in my lap. I've got the TV on. I'm bundled up. I know the sun is out. I just don't know where the day is going to take me. I'm so 
daggone happy that my pain is minimal. I'm so daggone happy that my fascia person was able to get me back to where I needed to be. I'm so afraid of messing it up. I can't stand. I do. I'm going to have to back out. I'm going to have to back out of the crazy bitch and text and train because I just, I don't. I'm a crazy bitch, I'm sure. But I'm just not fitting in <laughs> with, with them. They'll put something out there that I passed out again or I fell and I did this. And I've been there. But I don't remember approaching it like they do. It just seems to be swarming with negativity. It's like I try to put something positive out there, and then they come back with, you know, my brother's got this, my sister's got this, or, you know, and, and then all of these things. And it's just not the environment for me, and it's kind of set me back a little bit. Like with the podcast, I can tell you like this happened to me, but I've got to figure out how to make it better. Like I'm mad that I haven't been up and I haven't been doing exercises, but I also know that my body was in spasm for a week. I also know the pain that I was in for a week. I know that last night we went to the store. We got, you know, a bunch of snacks and stuff. We came home. I fixed fajitas for my husband we had something other than chicken and hamburgers but we had chicken chicken fajitas but we did something with it other than grill it or fry it because normally it's just a mad rush to what can he do to get the food to me and simple enough so that I'll eat it I was able to get up and tried to create something a little different. It hasn't been that way in a long time. I've been out of my kitchen on a regular basis for such a long time. For years now. And when I get to pop back in, it's for a day here and there. And right now my eyes are burning. I know I'm tired and I'd like to sleep. Let me just open up the blinds. I gotta let the sun shine in. Meet it with a grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. I know, Emma, I'm sorry. That was horrible for me to sing. I, I just missed her peaceful sleeping, I guess, by, with that ratchet song that I just decided to sing. That was from Pebbles and Bam Bam from the Flintstones, when they uh, all of a sudden could sing. Pebbles couldn't talk, but they could sing. And I remember when Pebbles and Bam Did you know Bam Bam was adopted? But yes, Pebbles and Bam Bam sang that song. And I remember it from when I was a little girl. Just like that in the Brady Bunch, when you hear their songs, we're going to keep on, keep on, keep on grooving, going to, I could just go down and down memory lane, but I don't need to. I'm just kind of all over the place because I don't know what to do with this body. I'm feeling a little bit better, so I shouldn't be flat on my back. 
But I know last night I had to put my collar on because I was having a problem kind of holding my neck up. I was trying to cook. I was trying to do everything, and my neck started going a little crazy. Today, I just don't want the... I guess the the decrease in my abilities to start any sooner. I don't feel like brain fog, but I don't feel completely clear-headed. I don't feel like I can't get things done. I've already spent the money. I don't have any more money to spend. So... I don't really need to work on the bills, but I do want to organize my folder. That's something I want to do. That's something I could have done. I'll get to it. I will. But I need to soak. I need to soak my body. Why haven't I done that yet? All these things that I just keep questioning because my body has been such a disappointment. For the past couple of years, my body has been such a letdown to me. I haven't been able to to depend on my body. And me just lying in bed is just the negative Nelly in me taking over. And I can't let that happen. So it's time to get my derriere up and to get in the shower I have to make some phone calls and, well, it's going to have to be from the shower because that's the time that I've allotted <laughs> to make it happen. I have my phone on Do Not Disturb because I don't want to be bothered. I can't believe that my body let me down so much and the ability to get better wasn't a surgery wasn't medication it was working on my fascia and the fact that it was available for such a long time I didn't have to get as bad as I did and the fact that it's not a simple fix It's a simple method on paper. You just remodel the fascia. But when you start, it is a process that once you start, you don't want to stop because it starts relieving the pain so much that when you have a restriction pop up, for example, like someone pushing you down into your pelvis and popping it out, or an accident, or you know, just an injury of some sort. And all that compounds and gets worse. That's why it's so important to take care of an injury sooner than later. Like Wyland will be going ice skating in November, and when he fell last year, it popped his pelvis out, but he didn't know. He was able to get up and keep doing things, and it was just minimal. But because we got on it within the month, it was a lot easier for his fascia to go back to health than it was if it had waited 10 or 15 years.
So today I'm just a little scared. I'm just a little scared because last week this time I was just working with my PT, getting ready to leave before she put me down for the week. And I've got to get over it. I did. And I need to get up and start realizing I've got to have structure to my day. I really don't want cleaning people coming into this house. They do a good job, but it's just something else I have to commit to. And I've had to be in bed for so long, and I desperately so need a schedule that having cleaning people come, I guess, is a good thing. It's really hard, you know, financially, and it's hard to admit that you need to have somebody come into your home to dust and stuff because you can't do it. But there's a part of me that's like, I don't need any help anymore. I just want to start living. I'm done. I'm tired of appointments. I'm ready. I just have to get over this last little hurdle of being hurt and let my body heal again. That's what my PT couldn't understand when I was canceling my appointment. Well, you're hurt. Well, you should come in. We can help you. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You couldn't put back the the parts of my body that you popped out and do the fascia too because y'all don't do that. So I got my pelvis back into place. I spent the past week in pain because my fascia was restricted. So no, going in in pain and driving an hour to go see these people so that they could try to make me feel somewhat better wasn't conducive to me being a participant in my day. Now, staying in this bed, I'm not being very uh, proactive in doing anything. I just... I just feel out of sorts. I want to get up. I want to do things. But I'm afraid to do exercises. I need to go ahead and do the laundry. But I know that I have a hard time taking breaks during the day. So I'll wait until later in the morning to get up so that I can kind of go consistently from the time I get up to picking up my son, to feeding my child and getting him to work and being active when my family's home. I know I'm all over the place this episode, but it's because I truly am all over the place. What do you do when you know nothing but being in the bed to all of a sudden I can get up and do some things? Lying in the bed is easier. It's hard for me to sit up. I think it's because I don't have the core muscles and stuff yet, but it hurts my sit bones. Right now, my left side of my stomach hurts horribly because it was squished down for the past week. I know you're tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of thinking about it. But it's just something that happens with us with this illness. And I don't think we know how to deal with it. I certainly don't know.
I've had to mourn my old body, mourn that I couldn't do the things that I used to do, to now feeling a little bit better and trying to stop myself from getting up and trying to do everything. Ooh, clean this closet. Ooh, do this drawer. Got to take care of the bills. What do I need to do? Just all these things that I want to do and I don't know how to prioritize. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. That's the way I'm looking at it. But I haven't gotten over today. I've got to get through today and start figuring out how to operate life with my new body. How to incorporate exercises. How to incorporate doing things minimally. Now that the fascial adhesions have been released, I don't feel my body pulling forward. I I know last night when I started getting in a lot of pain and started feeling it, my posture, I could tell my posture was pulling forward. So I need to start reminding myself to stand properly. I need to keep focusing on that while I'm trying to do daily chores. I don't know. I'm just all a mess. I just don't know. How do you go from being bedridden to to moving a little bit to one simple thing putting you back down to not being afraid to do anything but know you need to get up and do something. Last night, while changing pants, I felt something in my left hip, and I thought, oh, man, did I just pop something out? And that's not the way. (laughs) That's not conducive to a, a productive day when you're just worried about what is to come. So I don't want to think about what is to come, and that's why I feel like I need to politefully politefully remove myself from the crazy bitch text message train. And again, that's with love. That's not being rude to them. They're just a group of women that I don't think I belong in. It's becoming more and more evident because I feel like it's wearing me down a bit. A simple message from me that says, I hope you're having a good day. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone has a spectacular day, which I I know is a dream and it's wishful thinking, but I hope everybody has a good day. Now, they're three hours behind me, some of them. So, they were up messaging a few hours ago and nobody's responded. I just don't think I fit in. I just don't. And you know, that's okay. That's okay. I don't have to fit in everywhere. It goes back to my social awkwardness. 
whether it's on Facebook, whether it's in person, I don't always belong. And I don't necessarily have to belong (laughs) in this group. (laughs) I just find it funny because we can come up with so many excuses as to why we're not doing something. And I'm kind of just using that as an excuse. They're not the reasons I'm not getting up. They're not. But they are the reasons I am going to politely just back out because I don't belong. It's just another group that isn't providing me much positivity. And everywhere I look, there's negativity. And water seeks its own level. And if every text message I read is something bad has happened yet again, it weighs heavy on me. It really does. I'm already defeated before the morning comes because I don't know what to expect. I don't need compounded negativity. I know that might sound rude or something like that. I don't mean it to be. But I am so hard on myself. And I'm so disappointed because my ass hadn't gotten out of bed. Now my husband will be home at 1140. That's 40 minutes from now. So I will make myself get up and shower. And I'll be ready. I'm disappointed because I haven't figured out how to structure my day when I don't have a doctor's appointment. I don't know what to do with myself. I can hurt myself doing something simple, but I don't want to think about that. I've got some interviews I can work on. I've got a lady I've got to call. Like I said, I'm going to do that from the shower. Multitasking. Tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow will be better. What's going to happen is, one, I'm going to, right now, as we're talking about it, boom, delete the crazy bitch text messaging train. That's it. Doing it. Did it now. I've deleted all the messages. So I don't have to sit there and read any of them. Of course, I did find out that once you delete a message, if you go into edit, boom, show recently deleted, I can get them all back. (laughs) Don't want them. Don't need them. So I'm going in and I'm deleting them all. I don't want to deal with them. I don't need to look at it. So that's step number one. Erase the negativity. So there we go. Now I need to get my hind parts up 
and I need to get in the shower. I'm having to medicate today because, well, I'm really quite sore. My body feels like it's been beaten, and it kind of was with all of the fascia work that was done. And I need to get over that. I need to figure out how to start a day when I don't have an appointment. Nine hundred and forty-three messages. Wow, and that wasn't wow, let's say apparently this may take up to forty days. Okay, nine days. Here we go. The crazy bitch text message, and I'm sorry if you hate that word. Seven hundred and twenty-nine messages. And that's just over four days. Delete. There we go. Done. Da-da-da. Done. Da-da-done. Okay. Fresh start. I feel better. I needed that. Now I've got a few Facebook welcomes I have to do. But I can do all that after I get out of the shower. That's all stuff I can do later. That's stuff I could have been doing now. My folder doesn't have to be all in disarray. What is wrong with me? I'm afraid of all the stories and I'm afraid of the flares that I've had. I keep being told you need to rest during the day. You need to do this. Well, I don't want to. I want to get up and just be as normal as I possibly can. And I'm afraid to get up. It shouldn't be so hard. It really, really shouldn't be so hard. And I'm making it that hard. Again, water seeks its own level. Push the negativity aside. I just, I can't believe that I'm possibly on my way to feeling better. Yes, I've got the residual pain. Like I've said before, when you've had a lot of blood flow restricted for a certain amount of time, that's where the bruises come into play. It throbs for a couple of days. For th- it was three weeks. When my neuropathy pain was kind of released out of my body, it took three weeks. And it was three weeks of the most intense pain. It really, really was. But I have pain because my body is coming back to life. And I tend to overdo it. So I knew today... I was going to have to stay in bed for the most part of the morning because if not, I would overdo it. I don't know how to do things minimally. I don't I don't know how to do nothing very well. 
and you listen to this podcast every day and you're probably like, oh my gosh, Christy, you do nothing very, very, very well. But lying in the bed is not something we want to do. It's just the most suitable position for our bodies sometimes. It's easier for me to keep my neck in position when I'm lying flat. It's not building any muscle, I know, but I'm trying to like do some isometric exercises a little bit, trying to do a few things. I know I've said it, but I'll say it again. I just feel out of sorts. I've been in bed and I have been bedridden for so long and I have been unable to do things and it's been one appointment after another and I think I'm almost at the finish line with my fascia and it's a part of me just accepting this new me and accepting that I can't do it all. I hear you, Bertram. And that I may need to have people come in the house and help, but I don't want to. And that's supposed to happen tomorrow. And I'm thinking, if I have somebody come in to clean the house, then I know I'm going to be changing the sheets and doing this stuff, and I'll, I'll be proactive doing things. I'll have a reason. But I needed today to sit here and allow my body to kind of accept the changes that are happening. And I just can't. I I just I can't believe that I can't believe that I'm now in a position where I can try to start reintroducing parts of my old life back into my new life. I know all of this sounds stupid. As I say it, it sounds absurd to me. But I just, I'm just afraid. I'm out of sorts. I don't want to go back to the pain of last week. I don't want to go back to the pain of the past years. I've still got pain. But I'm able to get up. I'm able to drive all things. The one and only class I studied for, driver's ed. And it was something I couldn't do for the longest time. Normal everyday activities, brushing my hair, getting my hair done, all being reintroduced into my life, and it's overwhelming. As embarrassing as it is to admit It's overwhelming me. 
the fact that I don't have a doctor's appointment elated me yesterday. I was like, this is wonderful. This is grand. I've got so much I want to accomplish. And then the day came. I'm afraid to put food in my stomach because I don't know how it's going to react. And then I realize I don't eat all day long. And then at 11 o'clock, I'm wanting all this food. I can't starve my body like that anymore. I've got to start taking better care. So that means I need to get up. I get up to get my son off to school. I need to get out of the going back to bed part. Because I need more rest. I don't know if I need more rest. I need to get up and and do these things. I was just... I mean, I could just feel it last night as my body started giving out. But I need to get up in order for my body to give out. I don't know. I mean, am I alone in feeling like this? Do you understand I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled that I don't need to be bedridden anymore. But I just haven't quite figured out how to maneuver with my new limitations. Because the whole time I've been doing this podcast, I haven't really been in this position I haven't been, I haven't been, I haven't been this close to feeling normalcy in my body and then having one person take that away. Yes, I've had PTs give me exercises that messed me up. But I experienced so much relief to then have one person take it all away. And it's kind of freaked me out a bit. If I bend down to pick up some laundry, what if I don't come up just right? What if my neck goes this way? I don't want to put myself back down. All that stuff's got to be pushed to the wayside. I've got to get my head back in the game because now I feel like I've got a fighting chance. It's just before I never felt as much relief as I had last week then to have it all taken away. So it's time to put that negativity away. I have deleted the text messages. I will wait to see if I ever hear from any of them again and then I'll deal with it then that's when I will politely say I appreciate you welcoming me and inviting me into your group but peace out (laughs) oh something in my back just popped that felt kind of good all right so on that note I say we just say adios until tomorrow and I thank you for letting me clamor on because I just, I just don't know. How do we attack this newfound 
mobility. I've got to figure it out. But how I'm going to figure out is I'm going to medicate, get my hot glue gun and fix my phone holder in the shower, and then get my honey in the shower and get ready for my husband to come home. Get this folder together. By tomorrow, this folder will be together. Remind me, and I'll tell you if I got it together or not. I hope you enjoyed the interview with my husband. I didn't realize how much it was going to mean to me, and it really made me feel good to have him tell his story. So let me know what you think. If you get a chance to support AWOL Zebra, that's great. I appreciate your messages. Please follow us on Spotify. We're getting more followers. I'm getting close to getting the ambassador ads back. So we need more followers, more followers. And if you wish to support us, thank you so much. And I'll do everything in my power to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.